Welcome back to the Reality Friends Podcast. We are talking about the premiere episode of the challenge Slaw, SLA, 37, <laughs> one of the above. Haven't really quite settled on it, but first... We're two friends who have never met in reality talking about reality TV shows. That intro holds up. Joseph, my friend, Still how met. are you doing? No, yeah. just online, just yeah. online. And yeah. If you're new to this podcast, uh, Joseph, you want to tell everyone how we met real quick. Just like, let's establish some street cred. Yeah, for sure. So me and Eric, uh, street cred, uh, we, we met on a Survivor ORG. Really no bigger street cred than that. We've been friends for about seven years now, and like he said, never met in person because we suck. I don't know. Yeah, it just hasn't happened for us, but we are yeah. so excited to talk about this episode because this was a really good one, man. We have Survivor players clashing. We have Emmy blowing up Michaela's game for no reason at all, <laughs> or was there Ooh. Mm, behind the scenes? We have a game-changing twist, which I think is legitimately game-changing. The game has been changed by the individual voting thing, and we had... A battle of the the Mishes or the, the M I C H name starting players. <laughs> the Mick uh... <laughs> doesn't really work, uh, right? But spelling wise, it does. And they're so, both Survivor I, players. That might have been a better. That might have been a better thing. The, okay. Yeah. yeah, you want to workshop that for me? <laughs> yeah. Um, this Eric, I thought was one of the best premieres that they've ever had. Am, am I crazy? No, it was so good, dude. This is like my favorite <laughs> episode of the challenge period in in a long time, man. And, and yeah. I liked last season. I liked All-Stars. But this is like, whoo, taking it yeah. to another level, right? Yeah. Eric, I feel like we, before this season, we kind of poo-pooed the idea. We were kind of like, oh, they're bringing out all these newbies who we don't know. And the, they've cast some good freaking newbies from these weird-ass shows. <laughs> It's kind of like the scattershot method. They're like, we're going to hit on a couple of stars if we cast enough new players, right? And they, and that's maybe what they're going for. I don't remember totally poo-pooing the, uh, the, the, the format or the casting of the season. I mostly remember making fun of the name. Which I I stand by. I, I still still not a great fan of spies, lies, and allies. But maybe it'll grow on me. I don't know. Yeah, In as long case, as it's a good season, who who really cares? Exactly, exactly. So, and then, and then to help people, I understand that uh, there was an episode before the premiere which I didn't know which about. And, you definitely watched, oops, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, oops, nope. Uh, so, and, and and to like kind of set the table even further, Joseph, you're like the longtime challenge fan. I'm like the newcomer brought on from Survivor by you. Uh, so I'm like not the best at knowing all the details. But for me and people like me who maybe skip that episode. Any key takeaways that you got out of that intro episode? Because this episode just like dove right in the deep end. Well, first of all, Nam had a great edit on the uh, special. <laughs> he, he had a winner's edit. He had a winner's edit on the special. And then was nowhere to be found on this episode. Is that a well, joke? I, no, 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 no. He was, he was featured like, he was like, because the way they did it was actually really cool. Um, I thought it was actually a very good lead-in to the to the actual episode, which I was surprised by, because uh, <laughs> normally they <laughs> f stuff like this up. And so basically, the Americans get to the house first; they all meet up, and then TJ tells them like, "Hey, you're we're gonna take you out somewhere and you know tie you up or whatever the hell." And then they leave, mm. and then the rookies come in. 
Uh, and then they all meet each other, and they're like, where the hell are the vets? And Nam, being, like, the you know, one of the only people with a season under his belt, is like, oh, well, this is what we should look out for. And people are kind of looking at him for guidance, only for him to, yeah, unfortunately go home early. Uh, okay, wait, so was it U.S. players versus non-U.S. players? Was that the split, or was it vets versus rookies u.s and uh yeah foreign countries because kyle okay. was with them as well with the with the uh foreigners with the international gotcha players. yeah gotcha yeah they're really leaning into this this worldwide show and like i i gotta say props i think to the casting team i think it's working really well i couldn't agree more with you it's it's totally revamping the look and feel of the show and yeah. i think a direction that is really beneficial to the game and and no one uh, proved that better than Emmy, who I think came in with flying colors this episode, <laughs> dude. Like, wow, what, a, what an immediate impact someone like that made to the season. Yeah, uh, I feel like she is going to annoy the hell out of me uh, throughout the show, <laughs> throughout <laughs> oh, this season. Not me. She keeps <laughs> making moves like that. Uh, you, you, so you liked, you liked what she did. Look, I'm I'm a fan of Michaela's. I liked her on Survivor. So, in in terms of the effects, not so much. But here's the first bit of behind the scenes knowledge. Uh, I read somewhere on the internet that Emmy and Coriel were the targets initially, and and they were the ones who were like going to get voted in until Amanda asked Emmy. Hey, like, do you have any dirt on any of these other rookies? Like, Amanda, already, in if you I don't. love it. <laughs> yeah, Amanda, the shit stirring already, day one. Good, good job. And that's where she came up with this. So it wasn't really like just her going out of her way to kill off Michaela. Uh, so with that explanation, more of a fan. I think it's like a, it might have saved her right. life in the game. Honestly, no, you're no, you're you're definitely making a good argument here. Uh, if at, at that point it's like kill or be killed, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and we saw that out of the other Survivor players, too. They were all very, <laughs> very ready to throw each other out of the bus. That's another good point. I, I think the way it went down was someone said to Tommy, hey, so Michaela and Tommy went, that's it, I'm done. Cutting ties, cutting ties. <laughs> abort, abort. <laughs> Michaela is the devil. She's the worst. She did well, this Tommy, X, Y, and Z. Tommy knows from Survivor, like, once they smell blood in the water, you want to immediately just, like, you know what I mean? Like, get off that plane, like. Yeah, I think her, uh, I think Tommy and Michelle, excuse me, uh, were, were so all about surviving, which, you know, fits because they're survivor players. But I yeah. think they were about like, hey, we, we do not feel any big loyalty. This is about acclimating with the group and like burrowing in a little bit. Like we'll do anything it takes to get through this first yeah. episode or two, which I think was the right move. I What I thought was a weird move was that ultimately Anissa and them send in uh, Corey L instead of Tommy. I thought Tommy would have been a good choice to go in there with Michelle. That's that's a good point. Do you think, though, that maybe now that we got all this excitement out of our system, maybe yeah. we should go from the top and talk about the episode in, in somewhat of a chronological order? Thoughts? Let's go ahead and do that, but, but we'll get back to this thought. Okay, I'm going to put a pin in it. Corey L versus Tommy. And, and really, that whole vote was super interesting, too. So, like, yeah. you know, fr front to back, this episode was a banger. Uh, but, Joseph, I have a question for you. If you were tied up, in a challenge you know daily uh okay and and you saw a bunch of multicolored numbers oh my god eric near you <laughs> what what would 
What would you do? Uh, what, would you, what would you think? Did, did those mean man. anything? Or like, nah, uh, like they probably got this oh from God. some uh, like Crayola factory, right? Like that's Look, maybe where the numbers came from. Eric, we often make fun of the challengers' intelligence on this program. Um, we are very mean to we are very mean to them, probably, um, but rightfully so in this instance. Because what the hell? Like, like you just like see these like you know that you have to break into a safe, right? Like you know that's the accomplishment. You need to figure out the combination code or whatever, and you're like seeing all these different symbols, and you're just like, meh, probably not important. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> I want a list of who memorized these numbers and who didn't. Uh, I need to know who to judge harshly for this. Yeah, but it surprisingly. Like them... Yeah, Go sorry. On. Surprisingly, Nelson's not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson. I mean, good for good for him. He's one of the ones. No, um, I mean he was one of the ones who, who just smashed his to bits and didn't, and then started yelling oh, at his okay. safe. <laughs> Thank you. You you tricked me. You tricked yeah. me. That's sarcasm. No, yeah. Uh, that checks out more. That makes that makes a lot more sense. Um, now that you say that, I do remember that. <laughs> it's fun. Like they, what's they didn't even just not notice the numbers, but they also destroyed their cinder blocks like beyond repair. It seemed like, although he didn't lose, they seemed to lose. So I guess they figured yes. it out. How did um, Ashley get in last place? Like that's what I don't understand. That's a good question, man. She's I, so I, smart. Like you think she would know better? I I don't know if she smashed them or what. I don't know. Uh, team chemistry between her <laughs> and Huey didn't seem like it was the best. <laughs> what do so, you think of this guy? I think he's gonna be a lot of fun. He seems like it. Yeah, Huey, yeah. dude. He he seems uh, outrageous, right? Like imagine. <laughs> Picking a fight with Ashley of all people, like that's not someone who I would want to get into a fight with five minutes into the game as my partner, right? That's but, but he's like uh, somehow finds a way to make it happen, right? But he was also going toe to toe with her too. He wasn't backing down. I, I liked no. it. I was like, these two are kind of like good in a sense. Like you would think, it, like they're very combustible, obviously. But like, I feel like Ashley almost needs someone who can kind of go at her level, you know. So I think that's good for her. I'm I'm here for the dynamic. I'm excited. I want yeah. them to be a completely dysfunctional team that wins uh, some <laughs> no challenges some challenges along the way, right, or yeah. or none. I don't know either way. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, he, so, okay. Let me let me ask you another question. Yes. Uh, challenge expert Joseph. What I have in my notes, I think I missed a couple, but we got Emmanuel, a rookie coming in and picking Casey. Okay, yes. makes sense. Renan picks Michaela or vice. Person, I, I uh, yeah, don't. yeah, no, he Red goes up Michaela, to her. Right, Kells yep. picks Tori. He's one of the first ones to arrive as well. Yeah, there's that one too. And then like not too many names into this list. Uh, Lauren picks Josh. Was this shown in chronological order? Was Josh really one of the first guys off the board? You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he is, just because. Uh, actually, I guess they don't know yet. They don't even know if he's likable. Because, like, people have said, like, he's likable before, right? Like, but they don't even know that because they haven't met him. So, yeah, that is odd. The, uh, Lauren, 100%, has never seen a season of the challenge. Uh, right, yeah. That, so, like, lock it in. Lauren, complete newcomer. Yeah. Does and not she'll never, this and game. she'll never be on another season. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, there were some other quizzical choices as well. Like, CT seemingly goes a little late in there. Fessy goes, like, late in it too, which I was kind of surprised by because he yeah. seems to be all the rage right now. Oh, that must have been a big blow to Fessy's ego. Uh, he he seems like the type who would get insulted if he's not the first pick out of everyone. So I can't imagine he loved that. I wonder if like the whole like, oh, you're a bad partner thing has followed him. 
Mm, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, he didn't get stolen at the end of this episode. Not to jump ahead, but like that—that that is another big blow, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know who did not care about that uh, though? CT, who's uh, apparently hiding behind his cinder blocks. <laughs> do you think he what didn't you want this girl? That's what I thought it was. I thought it was him <laughs> being like, "I don't want you," but I got a lot of shit last season for being a dick to people and saying I don't want them as my partner. So I guess I'm. For- I can't say it again now. So like I'm forced with you. <laughs> yeah. When she asked him, like, "Do you want to be partners?" and his response was, uh, "That's that's up to you." <laughs> that's, not, that's not a yes i don't know if it's a no but it's not a yes like if he wasn't that good as he was she probably would have moved on right she'd probably be like oh this guy barely wants me like you know what i mean like imagine that imagine just being like no no no, no. please please no please don't pick me <laughs> please, yeah. just keep keep moving not gonna be a good team yeah you see josh over there great great partner yeah <laughs> yeah um we see we see um that priscilla gets uh stuck with nelson bettina goes for Corey over nelson i I think that's the right pick right um i'm not sure i mean nelson's got a phenomenal record in elimination so if you're doing eliminations together i'd probably rather be with nelson why do you think Corey's better politically or what I think politically, yeah. I think I think Corey in the last couple of seasons on on low key has had one of the best social games we've seen in a while. I like he's mm-hmm. made it to the end of like total madness. Uh, this past season, double agents. You know what I mean? Nobody's really talking about ever sending him in. Uh, he's he's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, no, I, you're right. Uh, I don't think either of them are bad picks at this point, which is crazy. They they come a long ways from their starts to the challenge where they were often at the bottom of the numbers but yeah. no i think it makes sense that they would be picked first another good pick i thought was uh when big t picked tommy from survivor who by the way has done more in this one episode than he did in the entire <laughs> survivor season as, as far, far as, as intrigue value. as far as yeah as far as entertainment exactly yeah not knocking his game or anything but like tommy okay like this is what i was saying uh previously to you like we've seen flashes of comedy and entertainment from Tommy on social media. Virtually none in his entire season of Survivor. But I think he is going to prove this season why he originally got cast on reality TV. No idea what went wrong for him in Survivor. Like, what happened there? I, I don't know. Maybe he had a concussion for the course of the season. I don't know. But the personality Tommy is coming out. And he immediately calls himself Little T. Which I thought was pretty that was pretty good. Big T and yeah, Little T. I, I, I liked the line about the Baywatch, too. I thought that was funny. And I just like this pairing a lot. And I like the fact that Tommy's smart enough to recognize, like, hey, Big T might not be, like, the biggest, you know, threat in the game physically. But he does see the intrinsic value in being on her team. You know, she does have this veteran status now. People love Big T. They don't want to see Big T go home. Yeah, that's true, and and she's got a great reputation might on the shows. Have, might have saved his ass with the with the whole thing. Maybe they didn't want to, you know, annoy Big T, you know, take away her partner, and you know what I mean. So, yeah, very possible. Yeah. So that's an interesting pair to watch too. Any other pairs that you were interested in uh, at the start of this episode? But which, by the way, almost meaningless because they're going to change a lot this season from the looks of the format. But what do you think? Uh yeah, I really liked Amanda and Kyle. I thought that was oh, a yeah. very, very special pairing. Uh, um, I <laughs> I know people are very mixed on Amanda. So I'm just gonna get it out of the way. I love Amanda. Like I think she's great on this show. I understand she has said some shitty things to people in the past. 
Uh, but usually it's in retaliation to other people. But I love her. I think she makes mm-hmm. great TV. I think she's low-key also really good at the challenges. Um, and she's really funny and smart and strategic. We love Kyle on the show, too. He's very funny. I think it's going to be a co- very comedic pair. Uh, no doubt. I love that this pair ended up together. I, I think I would almost guess that Kyle did this intentionally, too. If I yeah. if I had to wager, I'd say like he was like, all right, the confessionals are going to be fire. <laughs> I'm going for my eighth straight season. Uh, let's, let's make it happen, Amanda. Can I just say, every time I think I'm about to be tired of Kyle on this show, I'm like, oh, he's done like six seasons. I'm not tired of Kyle. Like, like he can keep his confessionals are just so good. He is just a unique talent in the confessional booth, man. I, yeah. I don't know how you can argue that, really. I dislike him. Yeah, totally get that. But I think he is really good. One of the best ever at confessionals, for sure. Yeah. And they're both fighting for their kids now, which is, which is interesting, too. Oh, God, no. They're going to take the confessional <laughs> game. The, this is not the direction you want to go in. This is, yeah. Don't go the Corey it, route. Even, even Kyle said on the after show, like, I'm basically Corey now. Um, and somebody else, oh, on, no. somebody else on Reddit, though... Um, uh, comment something I thought was really funny where they were like, yeah, I love how Corey's like, I'm doing this for my kids. Like, I love them so much. And Kyle's like, yo, TJ, I got my girlfriend pregnant. Help me out. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They are going slightly different route with how they talk about the kids. <laughs> right. That's um, good. Uh, any other pairings? Uh, oh, um, Anissa and uh, Logan. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to have to talk about them one way or another, right? Ooh, because yeah. they're the winners, which this challenge, by the way, kind of like a, a sprint, right? The do, do a puzzle combination and then run 50 meters to the finish line. So uh, I don't feel like I'm missing anything in just saying, Anissa and Logan win. They do those things the fastest. Woo! Yeah. Uh, Anissa, this is her second straight season winning the first challenge, right? Yeah, good for Anissa, man. I... I she's just really good at this stuff when it comes to like the memory and the puzzles and and yep. figuring stuff out. And I think when it's stuff too with like kind of minimal like like they were running and stuff like that, but that wasn't like the the main focus on it. I think she's good at stuff like that. Yeah, she's got sure. hustle, you know what I mean. But as far as endurance wise, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, no not breaking new ground here. Um, that all makes sense <laughs> to me. Yeah. I, I all I could say about Nisa at this point is I'm just praying that we don't get another 50 confessionals about her wanting to make the final. Like, please, I'm so sick of that storyline. No offense to Anissa, it's not her fault. But like, how many seasons in a row have we heard this <laughs> lately? Yeah. Maybe because she made All Stars finale. The, maybe that's we'll what I'm about stop. to say. Is maybe mm. maybe she'll give it a rest. Hopefully, <laughs> maybe <laughs> that'll like scratch that itch. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same um but anyway uh, he's he's very supportive of her too and i remember i commented on the reddit thread i was like logan learned in uh, about 10 minutes what has taken many challengers multiple seasons to learn which is hey maybe you should just be supportive of your partner and (laughs) that's the way to go yeah yeah can you imagine someone trying to teach wes that back in fresh meat like that (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't think it agree he'd probably call them a stupid bitch (laughs) <laughs> he might. That's probably what he would do. <laughs> Don't tell me how to run my team, you stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what we get. But no, Logan does a good job, of course. That that just like uh, uh, wow, being a good teammate. The bar is kind of low on the challenge, but I guess uh, good for him. And then Michaela and Renan get second, which which they think might mean they're going to be safe. Uh, not how it works. And Tori and <laughs> yeah. Kells get third. Does that ever mean that on these shows? I feel like I would rather get like middle of the pack. Like if I'm not going to win, like I don't want to come close to winning. You know what I mean? 
Maybe like, I guess it depends sometimes because then they see you as slim pickings too. I think maybe yeah. I, it could go either way though. I guess middle of the pack is usually the way to go though, right? I do get their logic a little bit. I think it in no way, shape, or form makes anyone safe, but uh, you might want to avoid a team where you think they could be strong and could easily win the elimination, stay in the house, and gun for you. Yeah. So in that sense, yeah, um, probably not a bad thing, but uh, pretty meaningless. Yeah. And then we see like a ton of other teams finish, and then we're down to Ashley and Huey. One th- one thing, uh, Nelson yelling at the box. I, I just had to mention that real quick when they were having uh, trouble mm, with the combination because yes. they were locked out for five minutes if they tried it three times and it didn't work. And Nelson just getting irate over this box, like hitting it's going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. All right. I get your point. I'll pick Corey. Uh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but Ashley and Huey, uh, like we said before, a very combustible pair and they explode. Huey is like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't believe we're going to go home first. Like, like he's just so, he's so sad. That sounds pretty good. That's a pretty good uh, voice to me. I, of course, I'm American. I don't know what the hell that accent's supposed to sound like, but it sounds good, man. Nice it was shot. Irish, right? He's Irish, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I wasn't paying attention, but yeah, yeah. yeah probably. Yeah, so yeah. They, they do go home, and they're, they're about to get purged, Ashley thinks. What, what does that mean? Uh, it means we're about to go <laughs> home first. Yeah. It means we're about to go home first, dude. That's oh, what it means. Oh, man. And he's like, I can't go home first. Like, if I go home first, I'll die. Like, he's just he's so upset. And I'm like, I feel for him. <laughs> um, and TJ does, like, the whole nine, right? He, he, he like, it's like, oh, well, I guess you guys are done. <laughs> I mean, let me just say, I hope we don't have any listeners from the UK because they're probably laughing at us thinking yes, that these voices I'm very are sorry. anything other than atrocious. Uh, we apologize <laughs> for that. Yeah, this this fake out by TJ. Oh, he yeah. got him good. You're done losing. <laughs> what? Whoa! Did, he, did anyone did anyone buy that like for a second? <laughs> Uh, maybe Ashley and Huey. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Uh, TJ, that doesn't even make sense. Like, you don't know that. You, they might lose everything from here on out. You, you simply just don't know that. And it's, it, I, I would have phrased it a different way or not done it personally. Uh, to me, it's just like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's get this over with. Let's get back to the episode. Yeah. Come on, TJ. Come Why on. not Who send them into fooling? elimination? Do you think if it was like a worse team, they send them in? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they seem to like Ashley and want her around, considering how they just brought her back from the dead for no reason last season. So, you know, yeah. maybe maybe he had a script and it like diverged at two points. And it was like, if these teams lose, uh, do this. No, I'm just kidding. I don't okay. think that's how it worked. Um, that's it. There, there's no penalty. They don't even go into elimination. They don't even do anything there. They're not purged. It's simply the end of the challenge. And this brings up a point I want to make. Joseph, I miss the days when the last place finisher went into the elimination automatically. What do you think? I agree. All right. Well, yeah. that's not very yeah, interesting. Yeah. I, think, I, I think you always want everybody trying their best, right? At all times at these challenges. You don't want people to be like, oh, well, I can kind of take a break because I know I'm not going to win anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I don't want the power or like, you know what I mean? Something like that. I don't want to make a decision. You don't want that. You want everybody always gunning for everything. So I think that always keeps people on their toes. Even if they switched it up, maybe sometimes they vote. And then every once in a while, teachers like last place goes in, like just on a random twist thing. I don't know. Right. So that 
that takes away uh, one of those things. You either take away the House vote or you take away the power duo vote, which uh, the, oh my God, I'm blanking. What are they called? What are they called, Joseph? The agency. The, the agency. Uh, <laughs> it's tough when they change it. The troika. Uh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the power duo. No, the yeah. agency. The agency of two. Uh, yeah, it, it takes away one of those things. But it's like you said, that's the same reason I have. So many times we've seen people just throw these challenges or not really care about them, not even care about winning. So having a last place go into elimination rule just means that there's more intrigue. There's a lot more intrigue with these challenges. You care about who wins and you care about who gets last and they're all trying, which should be more fun. But I digress. Uh, That's not the format we got. And you know what? I mean, this one's still good. It's Makes sense. Yeah. At least there's no skulls, which I'm a huge fan yes. of. Yes. I, I was thinking about that in the shower today. I was like, oh my God. That's why I like this season so much so far. Like there's no <laughs> there's no goddamn skulls. Keep keep the skulls out of my challenge. Yes. Please, CJ, let yes. the entry fee to your final be free like it used to be. I'm sick of this inflation. I want to go yeah. back to the days when you didn't need anything. To get into the final. It's, I, I, terrible format, man. It's not enough that I've outlasted every team. <laughs> like, god damn. You want me to win too? All and right. not to get too into it, but it, it just made the dynamics of the end game so not fun to watch, right. I don't think. Yep. That was yeah. the problem with it. So experiment, good for you. You tried it. I think I'm really glad they're moving away from it. That's when that's when you gotta cut bait and run. So good yep. job, the challenge. Joseph, what's uh, what's up next this episode? So, so then we see a conversation uh, bef- with Michaela and Renan, and they mention how they don't think they're in danger because they came in second, and they kind of want to maybe take uh, one of the vets out. Yeah. Uh, we have the classic rookies versus veterans <laughs> debate. A challenge staple. The regulators and Big Brother, if you're a Big Brother fan. Yeah, they, we always see this, right? Uh <laughs> Especially on the seasons where the rookies have like somewhat of an advantage. But I don't even know how much of an advantage they actually had in this instance because a lot of them were partnered with vets. Right. There's that dynamic. There's there's not a lot of all veteran or all rookie teams, it doesn't seem like. A, a yeah. lot of one and ones. And on top of that, the fact that they're all new to this game is just going to mean that there, there is a learning curve. A lot of them are coming from other games where you vote people in and things like that, but a lot of them aren't. And either way, the challenge is a new beast. They got to yeah. get used to it. And the veterans are coming in hot. They're coming in ready to go. They're coming in all on the same page. So I think that's going to be tough to overcome. And they kind of, the vets are talking to, they're like, hey, we need to stick together. We see Devin and Corey and Amanda and Ashley and them talking. Uh, it seems like Devin's kind of at the helm of a lot of this, and it's kind of weird to see. We actually saw it in the special, too, uh, where Devin is sitting in the limousine with uh, Fessy and Josh, and uh, <laughs> he's introduced to them for the first time, and he's just like, so about that Big Brother Sucks thing. And uh, <laughs> it was a great moment, but it just showed that this season, Devin is trying to work with the people who he was working against last season. Uh, to try to get himself a little further. It's a new dynamic. And and really with Devin, if there's one thing that you can say for the guy, it's it's very believable, I think, that he would want to do that. He's going to work in his best interests, and he doesn't really care about uh, the pre-existing lines. He's ready to draw new lines of the sand at, at any moment, which it maybe is not exactly what you want in an ally, but it means that 
I can believe that he does not want to go after the Big Brother people. It's a new game, new dynamic. If anything, Survivor people are the new Big Brother people. So that's who I would think that he's going to go after until the end of this episode, maybe. Right. Uh, but uh, for, I, for one, think it makes sense. And how weird is it that we're we're back to this dynamic where the veterans are all teaming up against the rookies? Like this used to be the way the game played out season after season. And now it's like, oh, it's fresh again. Like, oh, the veterans are all on the same page. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, Weird. Yeah. For, and for how long? Who knows? And and if you're Devin too, like, why not go to the final with Josh? Like, like you know what I mean? It's probably one of realistically the only people you can you can beat at the end, except maybe some of these rookies out here. Yeah. Right. I. I. Oh my God, dude. I mean, this is something that we talk about a lot, which is like strategy side note. Strategy side note. Um, mm-hmm. there are many players who just simply we feel. As speaking for you, don't play for the win. Where yeah. there's like only a finite, very small number of people that they could really realistically be in a final. Mm-hmm. And, and they're getting rid of them. They're going after them. Yeah. And I feel like Devin's one of those people, unless he's been working on his cardio a lot, and I'm not aware of it. Uh, there's, there's a lot of people that I think he should not want to go to a final with. Josh right. is not one of them. So like they, they should be aligned in, in that way, you would think. I, I definitely think Devin talked preseason about how he's been working out more. He's definitely trying to take the challenge seriously in training. But, you know, some of these guys are years into the show, been doing it for a long time. He's just going to be a step behind a lot of them, and it's, there's no catching up, really. Right. You know, Speaking so. of working out in the offseason, did you catch a glimpse of CT, Joseph? The dude is back, <laughs> man. He is, like, in prime CT shape. What? I didn't think it was going to happen. And as someone else on the internet pointed out, hairline still looking great too. Like, how is that possible? Yeah, see, I know, dude. See, I, I'm I, I'm jealous of that one. Let me tell you, I needed yeah. two hair transplants to to not even come to the CT middle aged dad bod hairline. Like, that's not that's not fair. That's come on. Yeah, but CT's looking good. You would think he would like maybe want to downplay his threat level a little bit coming off a win this past season, but no, he's he's coming in guns blazing, and and we like to see it. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm I'm ready for him to rip some heads off and eat them in some eliminations. Uh, give me prime CT, please. And he talks about uh, how he likes being partners with Berna because if she's been in a circus before, she's probably pretty good for the challenge house. There he is. There's a CT one-liner of the yep. episode. He's pretty much always good for that. Yep. So uh, we then see a birthday party, Eric. Woo! Yay! Can I just say one one thing real quick? Uh, I want to comment on one more partnership, Gabo and Nani. I am a fan of Gabo. Is that how you say his name, by the way? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I hope we're not mispronouncing it. I think it's Gabo. Gabo. We'll we'll learn this by episode two. Uh, But he is someone I can relate to. You know why? He admits that he has popcorn muscles, Joseph, and I like that about him. I admire a guy with some self-awareness. And, and here's the thing. In the special, he came off like a douche, like in my opinion. like, like, like <laughs> I, I was like, I'm not going to like this guy. He seemed like overly cocky. And I think once he actually did the challenge, he was like, oh, damn, this is for real. And I, I like you. I appreciate his honesty. So I've switched over now. I am now Team Gabo. Or Gabo. Yes. We'll figure it out next time. I'm sorry, guys. A lot of new people. <laughs> Join me. Uh, another thing he did that I liked was, well, first of all, he says to the confessionals, he picked Nani because she's hot. And it's like, okay, you're going to be the douchebag this season. Uh, that's what you're angling for. Good for you. But then he does something unexpected, which is tell her, 
exactly that yeah like the first chance he gets <laughs> which which is an interesting move and and it seems like he might be the type who's like yeah he walks and talks like a douchebag but he's so radically honest in these these moments uh and not just in confessionals like that makes me like him a lot more as from one guy with popcorn muscles to another uh gabo you're all right in my book let's see where you go this season and uh uh, speaking of uh, Nani, it didn't seem like she was much interested in him because she's so much more interested in. Sorry, we have to talk about it, Eric Casey. Yeah. Ooh. Um, yeah. Uh, what did? Uh, out of curiosity, what did the episode zero have to say about this Casey and Nani uh, love story and, and perhaps its origins? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know if they covered it. I feel like this pretty much did it. We've heard that like Nani and Casey were talking, I guess, when Casey had a girlfriend, right? That seems to be the rumor is that Nani was the other women. And it seems like everybody on the internet is waiting with bated breath <laughs> for this uh, relationship to go sour. I'll, I did. I did stumble across something where apparently uh, Casey's ex is is basically she's she is stating outright that this is a lie. They're they're lying about this. Uh, seems to think there might have been some some premature evacuation going oh. on of, of the relationship. So like Casey um, was lying on the show about her and her girlfriend breaking up and her coming in single. Like she hadn't told her girlfriend that. That might be the case. Like that's literally all I <laughs> that know. Might like some... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that might have been the case. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, you get it. You're going the penalty box. Uh, that that is literally all I know. Um, you know, you, we both love this show for the craziness and the the competitions and the gameplay. Not necessarily all the other stuff, but I feel like I'm just trapped and like we have to talk about it. So I am reporting uh, <laughs> earnestly what I know, and that's it. Um, yes. You know, in any case, they seem like they're into each other now, and it's kind of funny. So go, they go seem, for it. They, go for it. Yeah, I guess they're happy. Whatever. Um, and so we see. We, we, <laughs> so we, that's really all we should have said. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's cut it yeah. down to that. Yeah. So back to the birthday party. So it's Michelle and Logan's birthday. Anissa says she's going to be annoying despite them not wanting the birthday party. And we see our boy Devin come out in the speedo. This was a great look for Devin. Yeah, oh, fantastic. I mean, what what Devin does is he makes himself like funny and and uh, like this, maybe maybe this distracts you. Maybe the com- comedy distracts you from his game that he's playing. Maybe his speedo and what's going on there distracts you from the gameplay. Either way, I think this is a, a great tactical move by Devin, as always. I feel like Devin. Ha- this is the first season I've ever watched where I'm like, I don't think he's gonna go home early. Like every season I've watched no. with him, I'm like thinking to myself, like as much as I love Devin, I just know how this show works. I know that people try to go after the people they don't see as threatening uh, because they're scared to go against the big dogs or whatever. Uh, so I always expect him to go out early. Him going as far as he did last season was cool. And I think he, I think he's got himself set up well here. It seems like a lot of the majority of the people in this house like him. Yeah, usually Devin needs to pick skulls out of a bag in order to go deep into the game. But <laughs> even without that mechanic, I I completely agree. Yeah, I think I think it looks good for him. And again, we'll get to this later, but him being partnered with Michelle, uh, super interesting partnership. I I, th- I think that they can write the ship. I think that Michelle can recover this game because she. I have a lot of faith in her. 
uh big fan of her gameplay you know if everyone is like anti-survivor then they might be in in trouble but again people get voted in individually so i feel yeah. like devin could also recover from that too even if even if michelle gets voted in yeah it might not I, necessarily be the two of them there's also just going to be so much time that passes between this vote and the next challenge and you know someone will mess up right like michelle yeah 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 no doubt yeah um i think after this entrance by devin and the party we get like four hookup segments one of which we already talked about of course but there, there's some more right there's some yeah. more we got let's just recap them real quick and then say whatever you want about them i don't care yeah. uh ashley and nelson are a thing um this was le- weird, legitimately right? surprising <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's like seeing two it's like if you're in high school and you see two teachers like making out in the parking lot <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that was so accurate but it is you're just like this is wrong like why (laughs) you shouldn't be doing that yeah i don't know what it is if it's the fact that like they've like always been around each other and it's like it's like when like there's like two characters on a tv show and then like on the last like season of the tv show they've ran out of combinations of characters that can have sex with each other so they're like oh, i guess we'll just pair these two up they haven't you know what i mean <laughs> yes that i think is another great comparison it's like yeah. it's like that it's exactly like that more so because this is a tv show and that's basically what they're doing like, and nelson is the furthest thing from a teacher that there is <laughs> yeah all right so point point to you for the yeah. comparison <laughs> so we'll we'll see where this goes i guess right uh, we see that? <laughs> we see that like uh he says that she might have like moved to texas for him which i don't know like oh yeah i couldn't tell i mean i, I don't know couldn't put anything past him but I, it seemed like she moved to a city and he was making a joke about it being for him but maybe it was more like a a hookup or relationship, whatever you want to call it, of, of convenience. Like, oh, now they're in the same city. We know each other. We're going out, getting drunk, and and one thing leads to another. Yeah. We're the only people who can understand this crazy challenge experience, you know? Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. probably it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next one, this one disappointed me, obviously, being an Amanda fan. And she makes out with Fessy. No! <laughs> oh, God. Fessy's too damn attractive, man. Yeah. All the girls damn want it, to hook up with him. <laughs> oh, man. What, it, must, it must be nice, right, Eric? Ah, good for Fessy, I guess. Yeah, um, good for Fessy. Um, not going to root for you if you're in a Fessy showman's, though. That's the downside. So, Amanda, yeah. you should have thought of that. <laughs> right. She did. Amanda did say uh, on the after show that this was pure politicking. Uh, hump them and dump them, as she said. And th- and we see uh, later on that or that Nelson is, you know, kind of feels some type of way about this. And Amanda made it clear on the after show that she's always picking Nelson before she's picking Fessy. So. Well, that's nice. I hope she was able to convince him of that, and I'm sure she was. I know they they go way back. Um, Eric, Eric, I'm sorry. Uh, Did you know this song, uh, Dirty Little Secret? You must know that song, right? That they were playing? I'm familiar. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, he's got to know that one, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Long running joke. I don't know music. uh, Just for those those new here. Yeah. I know that song. I've heard it. Okay. And here's the thing. With music, I have usually heard the song. Okay. I've I've heard it. My problem is- Who's it by? I don't don't know. I have no clue, dude. 
<laughs> I, that's what I'm trying to say. I couldn't tell you. I just hear things like on the radio. I was a big radio guy in high school. Oh like I, I don't know. Just, I didn't see, seek out music, so I don't know the names. I don't know the names. All American Rejects, Eric. Come on. Okay, thank you. They now also will forget that in an hour. <laughs> they also played a great one of my favorite songs at the beginning by Wolf Mother, Joker and the Thief at the beginning when everyone was running. It was that was really cool. I just want to mention that. Um, but thank you. yeah, but uh, I like with that when Amanda said, "Call me bruh, don't call me babe." I like that. <laughs> I'll be honest, I, I did too. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was pretty funny. Yeah, and, and that line would work on me. By the way, I think that'd be that'd be uh, that'd give you points. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. I don't know <laughs> if Amanda would have to say anything to either of us, but either way, um, uh, we see Corey uh, sneaking up on them, and uh, and uh, Amanda's uh, upset at him for ruining her night. And uh, what yeah. did Fessy say here? It's not what you heard; it's what you've been hearing. Like, did you did you pick up on what he was trying to say? <laughs> like, I hate to say that. Fessy said something that went over my head, but I think he might have. Uh, totally went over my head. I, I don't even remember hearing it, so maybe yeah. I just automatically tuned it out. Maybe I just got distracted by the whole thing. Um, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Please tell us if Fessy said something insightful. Um, yes. and, and if he didn't, leave us no comments. <laughs> it, might, it might be the first time ever on any reality show. Oh, he's been okay. on. Yeah. All right, so now Fessy, we're being mean. Now we're being mean. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's the truth. Uh, so Fessy and Nelly are getting into it. Uh, Nelly is upset at Fessy, obviously, for the debacle last season. Of If you guys don't remember, it was when uh, Fessy had the choice to throw himself into a hall brawl against nelson fessy knew it was going to be a gimme this is his type of elimination but he had to play dirty in it too i you know he's playing dirty i think what he like tried to like break his fingers or he was like you know he's just doing stuff that was just like out of line and obviously nelly's still hurt by this yeah and this one i really i really get i really get you know this this uh, was a total betrayal. It was it was a big betrayal moment, and Fessy didn't have to do that. I mean, certainly, like as the the strategist, we understood the decision to a degree. Like you know, as you you put yourself first and all that. But uh, this is often a decision that would go the other way when people would say like, you know what? Um, it's not like I'm deciding between me or Nelson. It's like I'm saying Nelson, I'm not going to do this right now, and then hopefully I'm going to get an elimination later. So like it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a must do decision for fessy in any case uh definitely not over it now is nelson and i'm sure this is going to have some impact on the season this might be the crack in the veterans alliance right nelly says at the end that hey maybe i can forgive him but we're not ever going to be that close again pretty much yeah makes sense yeah don't don't blame him esther kind of voices some regret on uh picking messy fessy messy fessy i thought that was pretty funny um the next conversation we got i thought was actually one of the more important ones of the episode uh and it was with Corey and some of the other survivor players in the kitchen do you remember this uh, I remember, I remember, I remember of it. I remember yeah, so, of it. So basically, uh, Corey's going around and being like, "Hey, your game is a game of deceit and lies, where you know backstabbing is considered good gameplay, and and all this." And you're just like watching. You're like, "Man, Corey, like, has a good idea of how survival works." Uh, and then I remembered Eric that over the summer, Corey tweeted at Jay, "Hey, bro, just watched your season." 
uh, I love this freaking show. I'm like, 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 like I'm gonna start binging it. So Corey's watched some Survivor, so he, he knows what he's talking about, and everyone's kind of telling the Survivor players to their face, like, hey, we're, you know, we're kind of scared of you guys. We know what you guys are up to. You guys know what you're doing. You're not fooling anybody. Yeah, we know that you're not Big Brother players, okay? We, we know Big Brother players <laughs> are on our level. Uh, but you Survivor players... At least the ones you. they picked. You guys, <laughs> you guys are actually pretty good at your show. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's like we picked the, the, the least strategic uh, Big Brother players and yeah. then some of the most strategic Survivor players. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Michaela, uh, athletic beast, and she definitely had a mind for the game, had a good run her second season. Tommy, winner, hardcore strategist. In a dominant fan. fashion, too, like one of the most, yep. more dominant wins we've seen. Yep, and he did it all without a single confessional. It was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> <Under> Michelle. <laughs> never been eliminated. Uh, yeah. Also, spoilers, survivor spoilers. Never yeah. been eliminated. <laughs> First place and a third place finish uh, without getting your torch snuff. Like, these are yeah. these are the real deal. So they're, they're like way more wary of them than they yeah. were the Big Brother players, and rightfully so. And Michelle says that she feels like the challenge is more cagey than Survivor. What did you think about that? Um, I was actually taken aback by that. I was, uh, I was a little surprised. Me too. It, it seemed like something that she was just saying to say because, but okay, here's the thing. On the other hand, I, I think what she might've been saying was that in Survivor, the way the game has evolved, they cast so many super fans at this point, players hit the ground running on day one and make yeah. alliances, right? Whereas, sorry for the sirens, by the way. Whereas on the challenge, it's, it's just not that hardcore. That was my potential interpretation. What do you think? No, yeah, I I could see that. And she also pointed out how there's more time in, uh, like throughout the day in the challenge house where in Survivor it's like, you got three days. Like, we got to figure this out. We, we really don't have time to waste here. Yeah, maybe maybe that's part of it too. And also in Survivor, you're, you're vulnerable uh, way more often, I guess, true, kind yeah. of. Uh, you're, I mean, you're travel, always dependent basically. on the people around you and stuff like that, too. Yeah, I don't um, know. Interesting yeah. comparison, but uh, in any case, we're about to get into the the segment, I think, of the episode, The List. Yes. Great episode of South Park, and now <laughs> also a great... A horrible episode challenge. for Michaela, but yeah. Uh, horrible so, episode of Michaela uh, yeah. of the challenge. Yeah. Emmy kicks this off, and what we see, she just like launches into this out of nowhere, but like I said earlier... Might have had a much better reason than we were shown for throwing Michaela under the bus. What she says is she saw a list of targets, Emmy did, by the Survivor players. And, and somehow this uh, is specifically pinned on on Michaela pretty quickly. Yeah, and this was just sad to watch uh, for if you're a Michaela fan. It seemed like once this started to catch fire, there was really nothing she could do. Like at a certain point, it seemed like, right? Yeah, exactly. I I think uh, the the wheels were like rolling. Uh, that's not a saying, but maybe you get the idea. <laughs> the the bus was flying downhill at that point, and then she could not get in front of it and stop it. Um, I want to ask you something. How do you how do you feel about how Michaela handled it? And then I'll tell you what I think. I think it's an interesting debate. Right. So, so do you mean by like trying to turn it on Michelle? Is that what you mean? 
just in general like her how did she respond to this whole thing like what, what did you think of how Michaela dealt with this uh unfortunate hand that she was dealt slash might have done to herself right so i i actually it's hard right because she comes out and once she finds out that there is a list she tries to you know come to the challengers and be like oh well you know it's not what you think like let me show you like the list is just like a list of names it's not you know anything you know really yeah. conspicuous or anything like that and the rest of them are just like oh no like <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> okay and i was watching this and I, I totally believe michaela at this point and i was like like oh this is great she's like kind of calmly and coolly handling this and then disproving it but then the reaction by the other players was like whoa why are they so anti-michaela but then as the episode went on and on and towards the end when michaela's talking about how this is her fault uh she she, she wrote the list right like is, is this this is a real thing right yeah, like I think I'm she, confused. She, she definitely wanted to get the vets out, right? Like that is clear to me. Yeah. yeah Whether I think that... or not the whole thing Emmy was saying with the different categories, I think that was maybe a, an exaggeration. I didn't even know. And I, I want to know this. I got to do some more digging, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know the scope of what exactly she did. And, and it's like weird. We're being so granular, I feel like. Like, what exactly did she write down? If, How many columns were there? Right. If <laughs> if um, if Michaela was really screwed over by Emmy, because Michaela says that Emmy was going to her for help, right? She was going to Michaela to be like, hey, I might be going out like i'm scared and michaela was like oh, okay like here look at this list this is a, these are the votes you need like type of thing and it seemed like emmy flipped that on michaela to make her look bad right if that's the case why didn't michaela say that right she can she never like kind of voices that in the deliberation ever she never tries to flip it on emmy and said she tries to flip it on michelle which uh was a choice uh but <laughs> yeah. I, I just, exactly good question it was, it was too late like like it was just like you don't have a, you're not gonna change this in deliberation like you you don't have enough traction at this point to go after michelle like it would have it maybe worked on emmy because she was the one who came with the information and she and everyone already knew that her ass was on the block so she would be willing to lie about some shit like she should have flipped it on her but when they were in the deliberation, it seemed like Emmy was just getting the better of her in like the verbal argument. And I think it's like, you know, at that point, that's everyone's truth, right? Like that's the reality to them is like yeah. whoever has the more compelling argument. It seemed pretty settled at that point. Man, Michaela, this is why you don't write something down permanently. <laughs> this is why you should have done something like use some kind of nearby object to draw out what your plans were. Like maybe some sticks or twigs or rocks or maybe some seashells if there are some nearby. <laughs> like, like, come on, you should know better. We got to vote out Michaela before the merge. Like that's... <laughs> survivor reference survivor yeah, reference. Yeah, yeah. anyway okay so michaela literally did the same exact thing on survivor for you people who didn't watch she literally wrote the survivor equivalent of a list which was in sand and got voted out for the same thing so she's obviously not learned her lesson as far as let's <laughs> yeah. go third, third time's a charm or fourth depending on how you look at it um yeah. one thing i wanted to talk about though is, uh, this is a debate that i was having uh with, with who i was watching the episode with which mm -hmm. is 
the, I think Michaela did a phenomenal job of keeping her composure, like way better than I would yes. have done. She was like so calm, cool, and collected throughout this whole process. I was frankly blown away. I was like, how are you not Me yelling too. at this point? Yeah. Uh, like it's stunned. But here's the other side of the coin. I almost feel like her subdued reaction yes kind of makes it seem like she's guilty because she's not like categorically yep. denying these these lies if, if they are lies you know what i mean i think it's because of what we said is like she was probably trying to go after them to a certain extent so she's not like even sure how much she can say to like you know what i mean kind of try to save herself yeah. but i totally agree with you i i commented on another thread that like i almost didn't recognize the michaela from this episode right anytime we've seen on survivor her um be confronted by people or be provoked even unprovoked she you know she's not afraid to you know get in someone's face or you know start arguing with somebody so it was kind of surprising to see her kind of backed into a corner here and acts pretty timid i know it sounds like you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't and i'm certainly not saying that's a wrong way to handle it um a lot of times when you get in fights everyone loses who's in the fight right and, and you generally just want to avoid fights but right I just I did think it was interesting where I feel like if someone was making up a bold faced lie about me, I would be adamant that they weren't uh, telling the truth and I yeah. would be like going after them. And I think that's that's like the more common psychological reaction. Well, look, so let's... the fact yeah, the fact that she didn't uh, really get that upset at Emmy almost kind of makes me like it would have made me think that she actually was lying. Right. Uh, it would have been my my guess. And then we look at the opposite side of the spectrum with Emmy, and she's just like emphatically like yelling, right? And everyone believes her. So yeah, and uh, and, and I do too because of that. Like right, uh, and, and maybe that's why it seemed like <laughs> it seemed like the audience there, the everyone else voting, it seemed like they were dead set on voting out Michaela. But Michaela point. does try to call out Michelle and be like, "Oh, you're very good at this type of game." And Michelle, you know, surprise, surprise, does an amazing job of, you know, kind of combating everything Michaela said and making yeah. her look silly in the process and uh, making Michelle look better by proxy. This is an underrated aspect of Michelle's game, I think. She is absolutely fire in tribal councils yes. when confronted. She will bury you, and she will look so good doing it. it it's like an uncanny skill of hers, and she, has, she does it again. Yeah, she has the, like the right mixture of like aggression but ease, and like she like it's not too like in your face, but it's like stern enough to where you're like. All right, this girl means business. Like, you know what I mean? She's she yeah, she's she's definitely she's obviously very good at these seven. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and yes. Tommy uh decides, oh, I'm just gonna cut bait here, and he totally <laughs> throws Michaela under the bus. By the way, another underrated funny Tommy moment. I have to point this out. When he talks to Big T about this whole thing, she's like, Did you hear about a list? He's like, No, I don't know anything about it. I mean, I saw it, but <laughs> He immediately realizes that he shouldn't lie to his partner. And it's like, so funny. <laughs> I got to rewatch that, dude. That's hysterical. <laughs> I mean, I saw it, but I didn't know anything about it. Like, oh, okay, man. I wrote it. I helped write it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your name was on it, right? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that was great. But yeah, Tommy completely throws Michaela under the bus. And he's like, Tori, it was, you know, we were coming after you. And Tori's like, what the hell? Yep. Uh, just vindicating Tori. And this is like, all right, game, set, match. Bye, Michaela. You're out. And by the way, this like this whole room, the voting system with their little iPads looked like a UN meeting. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of crazy, but I actually liked it. I, I enjoyed this more than like the 
the the hundred different individual voting booth uh, votes. I, right. I thought this was kind of neat, actually. Yeah, we saved some what time. We saved some time. We all like it. Everyone sees the names right there. And it's it's Michaela and Renan. Uh, I felt bad for Renan because on the special, he was also <laughs> very good. And I was like, man, I'm excited for this guy. Like oh. he's smart. Like he's like athletic. Like. Uh, and you know, he does well in the first daily and I think he just, you know, gets absolutely rocked in the <laughs> elimination and unfortunately goes out in that fashion. Caught in the crossfire, right? Like he yeah. seems like he didn't do anything really wrong. And in fact, when the, it comes to the elimination and individual voting, you could easily make an argument for like why he should absolutely not be voted in at this point. But yeah. That's just not what happened. So, yeah, kind of a bummer for him. I did not see that episode. So, if you're like me and you missed that, <laughs> you didn't then see you might his potential. Thinking... <laughs> Come exactly. on. I, uh, I'm less upset that he's out of here. Didn't see a lot in this episode, right, but yeah. he's got cast for a reason, probably. You know? So, yeah. I, I, I buy it. I buy it. There's no chance they bring him back, uh, but I, I think Come there, on. I think there is potential there. Uh, but yeah, yeah you never I, know. You never you know. Never they, know. They, they brought back Car Maria after a one and done season. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's possible. Yeah. Maybe he'll be an alternate and they'll and they'll get his opportunity. Yes, we can only we can only hope. Um, and yeah, Michaela and them are going in. I felt so bad for Michaela. She looked like she was about to cry at some points uh, during all this. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah not, not brutal fun. start brutal start to her challenge attempts or challenge career uh just like getting absolutely thrown under the bus by many many different players uh if there's anything the survivor players accomplished this episode it's convincing everyone that there's not a survivor alliance yes uh i think they made that pretty clear uh so you know, one point for the survivors. Otherwise, not a great show. <laughs> Otherwise, horrible job. <laughs> yeah, great job. Other than everything else horrible you guys did. No, yeah. I mean, I, I was this even something they did too? Was this like a thing of... T- I thought about this. If this whole Emmy thing doesn't come up, like, doesn't like a survivor player... Don't they just put up two survivor teams anyway? I mean, it's very possible, I guess. I, yeah. I don't really know. Um but and I think Tommy and Michelle, uh, at the very least, like taking away Emmy and Michaela's role. Tommy and Michelle, I think, did the right thing for their own games in distancing themselves. Like, there's no use going down on this ship. Uh, a survivor player is going in no matter what, anyway. And even though one of them is from the U.S. and one of them is not as familiar to them, um, I, I think they made a good move. They're like, hey, let's let's play for the long battle here. We don't need to win this battle. We just need to survive a few votes and ingratiate ourselves with the players. And so dig yep. that plan for them. As you learn in Survivor 2, you, you really just want another day, three days, another elimination. Time heals all wounds in these houses. Yeah, the challenge house, I mean, it's the, the game can flip often. You know, yeah. I don't think any of them should feel immediately threatened. It's yeah. not like they're, they're the, the lines are clear at this point. But now Anissa and uh, Logan have a decision as to what team they want to put in. Anissa wants to put in Emmy and Corey L because, hey, they're at the center of the drama too. And they're a pretty strong team who could probably take out Michaela and Ren in here. And I thought this was a good move by Anissa. I didn't have a problem with this. And there's another thing about them too. They're both rookies. What do you look at that? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this, this fits nicely. And in fact, the Veteran Alliance doesn't even need an excuse to put in the rookies against one another. So... 
Uh, this seems like a pretty clear-cut choice. And I'm not keeping track very well, but are there any other all-rookie teams that they even could have chosen? I, I, I remember I counted it. There was only four, I think. Four total. So, I mean, Corey L., um, I'm looking at my list real quick. I'm not seeing like any Esther or not Esther. Ren- um, Renan and Michaela obviously is another one. So that's two. Jeremiah. And I don't remember the girl who's on his team. Wasn't Esther with Fessy or did I write that? Down I, I, yeah, I missed. That was a mistake. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, whoever Jeremiah is paired with, I remember uh, he, yeah. he's Tasha. He's pre- Tasha. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. So those two. Okay, um, but but yeah. not a lot, not no. a lot in any case. So this feels like a pretty much uh, a slam dunk pick, and we don't even spend a lot of time on it. That's who they're going to vote for, and then we go into the lair, which I think actually looks amazing. I think they did such a good job with this one. There's yeah. like this cool blue lighting behind everything. Uh, it looks like it's actually kind of cinematic. And it's in this stone quarry looking place, which just uh, really sets the mood. I don't know about the name, the lair, like the quarry, if anything, I feel like it could have been a cool name. But uh, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think? Quarry Warden? <laughs> um, I, I like the lair. I mean, yeah, it works. It just, it just, I don't get how it's a lair, I guess. When I think of a lair, I think of like a cavern. Are they in a cave? It looks like they're outside, right? Is this a bat cave? Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's what I think of when I think of lair too, but I mean, you know, they're running out of words. It's an outdoor lair. <laughs> I, I guess like a supervillain could have an outdoor lair if they like the ambiance that are... <laughs> voice crack. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, <clears throat> so anyway, as we were saying, the lair. Uh, here's the twist, dude. Daily winners will pick individual players to go down, not teams. Boom. This actually does. I mean, this is, shakes up the game. This is like kind of game changer. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, this is actually a big deal. My draw, uh, my jaw dropped uh, when I saw this, actually. Like, literally. I'm not just saying that. I was literally like, uh, like, what? Like, yeah. This is a great twist. I really like this, Eric. Okay. I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I haven't fully thought out how it's going to affect the game. So I'm not ready to pick a side just yet. I want to make sure I'm on the right side um, <laughs> of history. Right. Yeah, yeah, I try to do that. But uh here here's my one issue with it. Does this make the teams like almost completely irrelevant? Like what what purpose uh do the teams have in this well, game? Well, cuz you can you have to get voted in as a team. You oh okay. Uh so it's just right right right. 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 I, I, I I'm, yeah. I'm an idiot. The, I'm an idiot. But the one who's picked by the power couple, that one can be divided up. I do think there would be some ways that this could be boring if they want to like set nets like because then you're never really safe in a sense. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Just because you're on a team with like a good partner, that doesn't really mean a whole lot. So uh, this this could be interesting. Uh, but like you said, I'm sure we'll find something to complain about or love <laughs> as the season goes on. Look, I mean, I, uh, I'm i not getting paid to come up with these twists or anything like that, so I, I really shouldn't blame them too much. But if there is some way that this makes the game kind of not work so great, like the skulls, for instance, which maybe seemed cool on paper, and then it plays out and you're like, oh, oh that sucks. Like, w- that might happen. But as of right now, I'm with you. It's cool. Let's try it, see what happens. And it also makes the winner of the main uh elimination uh, i'm sorry i keep doing that the the daily mm-hmm. it makes them a lot more powerful they don't have to pick a team they can pick any two players so it should increase the the how much the other teams want to win that power i would think yeah for sure 
Um, and so then the decision is on Anise and Logan. They're shocked, obviously. Who do we pick? And uh, they decide for the males to just kind of stick to what they were doing, I guess, and uh, vote for Corey L. Uh, maybe just for lack of a better decision, I guess. I think I know what happened here. And this is actually the most interesting part of this twist, I think, which is that the vote order is going to really matter. And which person out of the the power duo, the agency, votes first? Because Anissa is the first one to vote for the guys. And she votes Coriel. Logan follows it up, right? Uh, I think Anissa was going to just stick to the plan and vote Coriel and, and Emmy. But then Logan gets the first vote, and whoever votes first for whichever gender, they really set the tone where, like, now, because Logan votes for Michelle, Anissa has to either fall in line or I don't know what happens. What what happens if she votes for someone different? Like, uh, if they can't resolve it, do they just go in? Right. So and do I, do I want to say someone else's name and make them mad if and make a whole thing of it like when it really doesn't you know what i mean like i'll just go with michelle um at that point i don't know if they had time to discuss it either maybe they did and we didn't see it but it seemed like pretty on the spot so that might have been how it went down uh either way uh it's uh, Corey l and michelle are going in as i said too i thought tommy would have been a good choice here i was surprised that they weren't like hey let's just send in tommy and michelle and freaking get this whole survivor bloodbath going <laughs> yeah right i mean they could have done that yeah uh, which would have been they might have won honestly think, now that i think about it like like they might have yeah just like tommy is maybe not stronger than Corey, but he's like enough to where michelle maybe overpowering or michaela overpowering michelle like that might have been a tough matchup for them i don't i mean I don't, I don't know. Tommy's a pretty huge guy. Like I, I don't know what Corey L looks like. I, they're I they're both them. huge. They're both huge. Uh, so it looks like yeah, yeah. easily winnable. Then still for for Tommy and Michelle, I guess is all we can really say confidently. But yeah, um, but I I predict we're gonna get some interesting votes. Just to go back to that for a second, I think this season we might see the winning duo, the agency, like actually get betrayed by one another. Right? Like if if they have a plan they could actually come up with a plan and then depending on the order of the votes someone who gets the opportunity to vote first on the second vote could completely switch the plan and really force the other person into a corner which i think would be dynamo yes yes and then and then they asked tj what happens if we tie he's like oh i don't know I don't and <laughs> would be like who who flipped i still don't know who flipped <laughs> So uh, we get this uh, elimination, and Michaela's doing good against Michelle, obviously, but Renan is just no match for Corey. He's just too big, too strong, and it's it's pretty much uh, just pretty one-sided. Uh, they hold up for a little bit, but then eventually... Wait. Go ahead. Yeah, can I ask you something? Yeah. If, if you're about to just like, yada yada through it. Am I the only one of the two of us who... Really had no clue who was winning that, uh, other than like some of the commentary as the elimination went on. Like, like I, I thought they were. I couldn't tell like who was who was going in what direction. Did they get like flipped around at one point? Like, spun yeah, around? yeah. I I remember I remember just seeing like an aerial shot of Corey really close to where he was trying to go, and then like not as close. And I feel like they held up for a while at like a spot near him, 
and then eventually he just you know overpowered them um mm. but yeah I, I, maybe yeah. it's just me maybe i maybe i'm just like uh blind but okay yeah. i was having trouble following who was actually winning uh other than all the commentary pointing to of course michelle <laughs> I, and Corey winning did, did you even notice that there was like flames like around them did you notice that no no yeah. i really no i'm not very observant <laughs> right so, they were no. there though i i well i only noticed on my second time i was like oh wow I didn't... <laughs> they put all this money into it i don't even notice like yeah, uh, that's yeah. Oh, yeah. that's rude of us. We should be more observant of, of their efforts. Yes. It, it looked yes. cool. I I do remember it generally looking cool. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, so Coriel and Michelle, mostly Coriel, win it. <laughs> Michaela and Renan are out. I'm more sad about Michaela. You're more sad about Renan, it seems. But <laughs> I'm, sad about Ma- I'm sad about Michaela too. But I feel like Michaela's got to come back, right? Like they're gonna bring Michaela back. Right. In Survivor, under two seasons, she was uh, confessional gold. So I think that she has a really good chance of getting brought back again. Yeah, um, the whole episode was about her kind of. Like, she was funny. She had some good moments. Uh, she's obviously good at the challenges. Uh, we, we saw that they get second. She does really well in the elimination. Yeah, yep. I think it's a no-brainer, producers. Yeah, and apparently Renan too, based on your take on episode zero. <laughs> so. Oh, poor Renan. Uh, so then we get uh, the twist, which another one, uh, which is kind of similar to one we had last season. Uh, now Michelle and Corey can choose to join up together or they can infiltrate anyone else except the agency. That's right. Much more individual game this time around. Yeah. And they each get to, to choose individually. And <laughs> there's a moment that I really liked. Yes. Um, Michelle starts saying, I think we're going to infiltrate. And TJ goes, smart choice. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, why did I look? <laughs> that wasn't what I thought you were going to say, but okay. TJ is a big fan of this move. Uh, yeah, I, I, she hasn't even said that she's going to infiltrate, and TJ might, in fact, withdraw his comment after he hears who Michelle is, picks. Is, is this? I'm sorry to interrupt. Is this like uh, TJ's like big moves era? Like, like is he like trying to encourage like big moves now, like Jeff Probst on Survivor? Uh, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Maybe he does. He always think infiltrating is the smart choice, or is he like, yeah, you guys are both so bad that it is a smart choice. <laughs> Choice, no matter who you pick so good <laughs> come, job come on come on man Corey just demolish these people TJ. <laughs> no, I know, right? yeah that's, yeah that's why it makes uh, no sense yeah um okay dude are you ready for this yes you ready for the latest yeah you'll never believe who michelle picked as your partner it's gonna be michelle and devin walker what let's go <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was like, what? I Your jaw dropped earlier. This is when my jaw dropped, man. I could not believe that that is who Michelle picked. And as she puts it, she's going for someone with a little beauty over brawn. <laughs> Lot to unpack there. Yes. Um, so we also see that Devin, right, uh, when TJ asks everyone, Devin's like, Michelle, like, come on. Like, like, <laughs> like pick me. Pick and, me, pick uh, me. I, I actually... Thought this was kind of smart of Michelle. Like, you do want to go with... I'd rather go with somebody who wants me than somebody who doesn't want me. I think that's going to work out in a partnership sense. Devin's finally kind of in a good spot in these seasons. He is social. And you know what? 
If anything else, she already has a million dollars. Let's have some fun with Devin. <laughs> I kind of love this choice, actually. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I like it. And here's the problem. I'm very biased. I like Devin a lot. He's a very funny guy. We love him. And I, I like Michelle a lot, too. So I'm like, oh, match made in heaven. But here's, here's the thinking. If you go for a CT or a Fessy, like, they're going to get stolen. Like, people are going to be stolen left and right this season. So to go for a big-name player like that... I think it, it, you're not going to get the consistency of having the same partner for, for too long. And here's the other thing. I think that one way to approach this season could be to go for the fences and pick one person who you think is going to be a good person who won't get stolen, but will help you get through the political game and then go for an elimination at the end and get your choice, and that's when you pick the person with all the endurance, the the eating ability, the final partner. So you yeah. get a politics partner, and then at the end of the game, you're like, I'm going to go into this elimination or die trying just for the chance to pick my final partner. What do you think of that? Is that our plan? No, yeah, that's a that's actually a very good strategy. Like to be like, okay, I mean, I guess that relies on the fact too that you will have an opportunity. You might not get an opportunity to switch yeah. up your partner. Um, and also, you know, it's not like Devin's horrible. You know what I mean? He has run a final before he got third, but his partner was really bad. Um, so yep. uh, on that season, um, he, he didn't die in a final or anything. He won two dailies last season. You know, there's, there's worse partners out there for sure. Yeah. I think he has a positive elimination record. I, it could be like four and two or four and three or something like that. Yeah. So like he's great. Not... If there's, if it comes down to like random luck too, and you guys have to pick anything out of a bag, <laughs> you know, he's got you. So, he's yeah. your guy. Right. He's your yeah. guy. Yeah. Bar none. Right. So, so yeah, I, I, I actually like the choice just fine. Uh, I think he's a good middle ground where he's, he's, going to be active in the political game i think she likes that about him mm-hmm. and he's going to be competent he's going to be decent in eliminations and dailies uh and he's not going to get stolen like he's just not so and also, and also michelle she's a strategist you know maybe she wants to team up with the other strategists on the show and you know she could probably help him out in that department to be honest um, and, <laughs> although uh, i mean yeah, yeah. She, we know she goes for it she she strategizes she's been a part of big moves but she's Never really like controlled the vote all that much in her two seasons of Survivor. She's been in the mix a ton, but maybe this season will be the the season in the show where we can see some more of Michelle's strategic chops, or maybe not. We'll see. Yeah. But I think or, or partnering maybe, up with Devin, we could see a lot more of that from her. Or maybe too, she's like kind of the voice telling Devin what to do, and he's maybe like enacting the things that she wants done. Uh, while thinking mm. it's his idea too, uh, so that, yeah. like, that's also a possibility. Not discrediting Devin, but you know Michelle's a freaking winner of Survivor. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. But that's not the only infiltration going on. Yeah. Uh, Corey L. Well, I mean, obviously he's got to infiltrate now. I think uh, if yeah. one person wants to infiltrate, then <laughs> you also got to infiltrate. So right. Corey L. is going to. That's kind of weird too, right? It's like I, the the second person doesn't really have a choice whether or not they stay together. It's just like, well, I want to infiltrate. You're like, okay, bye. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what if you turn your partner? You're like, all right, so we're sticking together, right? And they're like, yeah. 
<laughs> so you start start looking over and so see I'm gonna pick Devin walk. actually. Sorry, uh, <laughs> first round draft pick. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, kind of wild that like Coriel is so dominant in this elimination, and Michelle's like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna pick the the guy in the speedo from earlier. Remember him? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> Beauty's over bronze. Uh, so yes, Coriel says that he wanted Tori since the beginning. He's gonna get Tori, and he grabs her. And we haven't really talked about Kells at all, uh, but mm, he's very disappointed, right. very sad. Uh, let me just say right off the bat, I think this kid could be a star a star on this show. I think he showed a lot of potential in just one episode. I mean, that's, that's going like kind of far, uh, don't you think? Like, with a, did, I, did I miss a segment? He, he, was, he was something. He gets, there he, was fir- the he, he gets there first on the daily. He's like one of the first people to run up. You know, he gets one of the first picks of the partners. He seems smart. He's talking to other guys about how, you know, he does want to take out the vets eventually. You know, he, I don't know. He seems like the real deal. Hey, you seem you seem good. You seem good. I I need I need to see a little bit more before I yeah. uh, crown him the new rookie of the year. But you yes. seem good, and he also seemed like a little kid on Christmas. Uh, if that kid woke up and found that there are no presents under the tree, and <laughs> that uh, you know the, the, there was just empty space and hardwood floors, um, he looks frankly devastated and yeah. i think he was pinning a lot of his hopes on being toy's partner not just game hopes but maybe some other hopes as well <laughs> yeah um but i don't honestly if you're trying to hook up with tori i feel like it might be better when you're not partners am i right or am i wrong like because you think you're not like arguing all the time like about like political stuff and the, you know what i mean and working with each other yeah. during the challenges i feel like it might actually be a better formula if you're trying to hook up with her not to be in on the same team as her. It's possible. I think he's mostly disappointed that they're just not going to have that built-in partnership talking time uh, to, yeah. to, for him to, to make his moves and to spit game. Do you think uh, Tori should be as like sought after as she is, like as a partner? Not really. Right? <laughs> like, why is everybody like just like, oh, Tori. Like, I have to have Tori. It's like... You know, this like all comes down to a race at the end, right? Like it, that's like the whole. I'm not saying Tori's necessarily bad, but there's obviously people who are better, right? Yeah, I feel like Tori's reputation for the first couple seasons she did has has stuck, and she she was pretty dominant in those. She got off to a really hot start, but since then she lost to Anissa in that one elimination. Didn't look that great was that, that was one. a bad look. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I think she's like a good competitor, but not like this amazing competitor maybe that that she has a reputation of being so yeah yeah i mean not a huge knock on her like i think she's she's well above average as a player yeah but not like the number one draft pick uh at all times <laughs> all uh, all. all of devin walker um and, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then very excited we by did, the way right we did not mention this uh so TJ tells everyone that Nam like goes home and they decide to bring out his replacement. And this was so weird to me because they act right. they announce it like we know are supposed to know who the hell this guy is. Like they're like bringing back like Derek Kaczynski or somebody <laughs> like that. And it's like, all right, everybody, it's Ed. <laughs> it's like, who you the know, hell? <laughs> from the circle. <laughs> Ed. Eric, you watch the circle, right? Do you know who the hell this guy was? I, I I do and did watch the circle, so I actually 
I did know who he was. And here's the thing. I'm actually a, a pretty big fan of this article. I, it still took me a minute to recognize him. Uh, I was like, who is that? <laughs> he was on for like five minutes at the end of season one. Uh, oh, really? And, oh, yeah. Wow. He's yeah, like one of the surprising. last people to like come in or whatever. Yeah, he was the last person to come in. And then he got eliminated pretty quickly after that. So uh, for him to turn this uh, stint into another TV show is is impressive. Like yeah, He's shown yeah. more game chops than anyone so far just in getting cast on yeah. another show. So good for him. Uh, <laughs> and he gets wild. the call. Wow. I'm glad you are having you to, to inform me on this. That's insane. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the briefest run on a show possible, I think, yeah. <laughs> outside of being the first one out or something. So, so all you need is for is five minutes on television and one person to get injured. And, and you're just and you're on the challenge. That's all you need. A chip and a chair, baby. That's what you need. Just a chip and a chair. And yeah. that's going to make the most of it. Uh, he seemed fine, right? He seemed fun. I don't know how uh, yeah, he was he, on the circle. I guess you don't either since he was barely on it. But uh, Yeah, it, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. In the circle, you're communicating via like messages and like... You know, I'm not sure how much of his real personality we saw, but he came out hot. He had a fun entrance this time, and he, he does seem to have a big personality. So I think it makes sense casting wise, and I'm here for it. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm gonna let's see what Ed can do. Let's see what he can bring to the table. And he's gonna be with Emmy. Yes. Uh, so a very loud duo, it seems like. And then yeah, uh, Tracy, uh, who. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, well, maybe we'll meet her next episode. <laughs> right, she was definitely on this episode. She was like, "Oh, Devin, uh, you're not my partner." Now she's partnered with Kells. Yeah, uh, if you want to look into the editing, uh, I'm not saying you should do this, but maybe see which teams are not getting any screen time. They might be candidates to get broken up if they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to bother showing these two together ever." Yeah. Maybe they're going to get infiltrated <laughs> sometime yeah. soon. Uh, oh. Yeah. So the teams that were abandoned, uh, or the players that were abandoned, uh, Emmy and Ed, uh, now they're, they're partners, and the teams that were infiltrated. Uh, the remaining member of the teams that are infiltrated, I should say, they become partners now. So I guess this is how it's going to go down. Which I don't mind. I think again. that's better than just like, okay, now do you want to choose? Like, it's too much. Like, all right, now you yeah. two are stuck together. Like, no, I like it. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Yep. So, and that was the episode. Um, Eric, this was, like we said before, an amazing premiere. I think I am cautiously optimistic about this season. Uh, we have a lot of compelling rookies who got set up here. We have possibly some storylines coming up with some division amongst the vets. Um, and we could see, it seems like the cast this season is a lot of people I really like, right? It's like Devin, Amanda, Ashley, uh, Josh, just kidding on that last one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it seems like, it seems like dare you. we can see some people we like going far, hopefully. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. Like, I think we can make this outro pretty short and sweet, although I am going to ask you who your winner pick is, excuse me, in a second. Uh, but oh, as far God. as this episode and the season, it was great. Like, the, the ending clip show that they played, teeing up the rest of the season, I was here for it, man. I was loving it. I was getting yes. fired up. I immediately went to the gym after this, and I was just that excited and ready to start pumping some iron dude so i love this season start so far still haven't figured out what to call it but uh survivor the challenge sla a uh, triple agents something like that sound good <laughs> yeah we, we single like, agents maybe yeah. single agents maybe single, that's what they should call it 
They should do like free agents two after this season. That's what I was thinking to myself. Like to complete the like the spy trilogy. Like I think that'd be good. That would be cool. That'd be really cool. Then they're like, you know what? Um, you you're all on your own. You're just on your own now. Yeah, uh, no 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 pairs. No nothing. Just yeah. play. Yeah. Last two seasons have been pairs. Let's yeah. Let's go back. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't brought back that format. Unless I'm missing something, I, no. I my, my memory's a little hazy. Okay, so again, no no free agent since. I feel like that was a really successful season. I feel like they don't like doing like number twos and threes of stuff anymore. I feel like they yeah, like moved away right. from that. Um, I w- I wouldn't mind too if they just called it free agents. Like if they if they want to stop well, doing you know that and they just call it free agents again, I. I wouldn't really care. We would just call it like. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Free agents again? I don't think that's the right name for it. I mean, we. I mean, we could challenge free agents again. (laughs) You're funny. Um, So yeah, um, and stupid um, simultaneously. Um, So I I get that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, this was the episode. We're we're sad to see Michaela go, obviously, and it looks like some of our survivor friends are in trouble. But they're both. Great players, uh, Tommy and Michelle. So we're we're you know we're confident that they can figure it out, right? Yeah, and if they don't, the show goes on. Yeah. All right. Um, you go first uh, for for the men. I'll go first for the women. Uh, on the men's side, who's your winner pick? Let, let's keep it simple. Oh, let's not man. do a whole draft. Let's not do a whole draft. But like, let's establish for the rest of our episode recaps, so we can like make fun of each other for how dumb we are. Who's your winner pick? I'm putting you on the spot, but don't worry. I'm putting myself on the spot too because I haven't thought about this one bit. Okay, so I was thinking in teams, but then I forgot they were individual, so whatever. Um, technically, because they can switch at any time. Uh, so right, right, my initial exactly. thought was Kyle and Amanda. I'm going to stick with Kyle. Ooh, that's an interesting pick. You think this is his time, his first season that he's going to win? Yes, I think I think he stands a good chance. Obviously, CT's always in there. But with him coming off a win, you would hope people would be more primed to get rid of him. Uh, Kyle is in with the foreigners and the internationals. He's in with the vets, obviously. Uh, I think that if he was in a final with a lot of these guys, he could beat a lot of them, too. We've seen him do well in finals before. Always second place or something like that. But I don't think other than CT, do we really don't have any people who are proven in a final to be elite finalists, right? Uh, that I can think of at least I'm on the male side. So I think that... I don't think so. I yeah. think that, yeah, Kyle is looking pretty good here. Okay, all right. Well, this very easily could be a lot of different people. Uh, a lot of rookies that we don't know much about. I mean, Gabo, we know he has popcorn muscles, so I'm not going to pick him. Yeah. Uh, but there's there's a lot of other ones out there, like Logan maybe. Uh, yeah. Could be a good choice. Jeremiah, Emmanuel, like a lot of these guys yeah. seem like the real deal so however however i do i am a bit of a believer in this veteran alliance and uh i'm gonna make the most boring pick possible uh <laughs> chalk pick incoming give me ct oh uh, come hard on to Eric. bet against him dude come like i thought on. about it i thought about it but like i'm not trying to be cute like if you're asking me who i think is gonna win i gotta go with ct you know i just yeah. i simply have to especially I, looking the way he's looking right now i definitely got a little cute with mine uh, you always got to bet on CT for sure. But like I said, hopefully these people know better by now. But obviously, sometimes their decisions yeah. are quizzical at best. That's the thing. That's yeah. the thing there. So yeah. now you should go first for the women, I feel like. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, this is going to be a crazy pick. You're not going to 
see this one coming uh, i don't I think know. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> no i i i am thinking about it a little bit actually um i think there's a lot of people who could be good picks here i'm thinking like who's who's gonna win in a final you know like that that is kind of a big factor um you know what this is this is kind of crazy okay you ready for this one actually i'm changing it up i'm gonna pick someone who's not even on the show how crazy is that i'm just <laughs> I'm just that I'm just that confident. Oh just, no way, Eric. Really? <laughs> I am gonna go with the Amber B. B oh, standing no. for back to back, baby. <laughs> Let's go. She goes from pre-jury on Big Brother to two-time challenge back. Maybe the first person ever, right? To or to ever start with two wins in challenge history. That is what you're predicting right now. Did Jarrell not start with two wins? He was wasn't he four zero at one point? Those don't, those don't count. Like those, those are, okay. they're playing carnival games. No, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's there, very. There fair. must be more too. There, but I, I Landon, Landon, I think one, two in a row too. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, yeah. but in the modern era, in, in the modern, modern era, era, that would yeah. be crazy. These these shows be... are so damn hard now. They don't do the teams anymore. Uh, okay, but here's my re- I don't think you're crazy. Go ahead though. Oh, okay, all right. Um, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were going to jump to the next pick. Um, no, no, no. Why don't you think I'm crazy? Why? Just oh, okay. Curious. Uh, well, obviously, she just won a last season. Uh, but so she thing, is capable of winning. But another thing is, I think she has a little bit of that Michelle Fitzgerald effect, uh, where th- she could win like again, and people would still underestimate her. Maybe you know what I mean? Like she just kind of doesn't yeah. come off like as the biggest threat strategically or in the challenges. And I think people might sleep on her again, and that will be a problem. That's a great reason. I yeah. like that. So that's part of it. I think she she's tall. She's she's got the size on a, a lot of the girls here who are pretty unproven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it really, what it comes down to is a couple things. There's all those things, and here's the last two. She's a vet, which I think puts her in a good spot coming into the season late. And she is like probably the most dominant wim- uh, runner on the women's side, and one of the best runners out of anyone, if not the best, in the game. Like we know, CT is a beast in finals. Uh, it's all relative, so I don't. I'm just guessing, but like we know that she was outpacing CT, and he was trying to keep up with her in a final. So I love that about her. I think that's the number one thing you need in the final, and she can also eat. So we know she's final proven. So give me Amber B. I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going for the team of CT and Amber B once again. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. What? The, I, okay, these are pretty lame picks. These are pretty lame picks. I know, yeah. but I, I that's that's who I actually think. So that's who I got to pick. Don't who worry. Got? I got a who very got? lame pick too uh, because I actually want to win now. Uh, Casey. Give me Casey. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Obvious. There it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought about her. You got to think about her, right? Because she hasn't lost an elimination yet. Um, yep. She's athletic. Uh, I don't she's see her losing one either unless it's something that's like has to do with like coordination even. Like even then, like. Like yeah. I, it, she's hard pressed to be in a lot of stuff. She's not dumb either. So if there's a puzzle, I don't count her out at all. Uh, so I don't think she's great at puzzles, though. I don't think she's great. Yeah, she might not be great, but she's probably she's, not bad, right? I like I, I don't. Uh, she probably won some mental cops during BB. Like I don't know. Maybe she's, uh, I don't know. She, yeah, but anyway, uh, Casey obviously is a beast. Uh, socially too, she's maybe one of the best Big Brother players of all time, just purely socially and in this challenge too. 
I've never even heard about someone wanting to take her out, even though you should obviously want to take her out. She's such a freaking yeah. beast. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's going to be Casey Clark for me for obvious reasons. There you go. Uh, terrible luck in the final last time. Maybe this is her time. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. I, that's obviously a good pick. So we got Kyle and Casey versus CT and Amber B. Um, thanks for sticking with us. Curious what everyone else thinks. If you have a pick that you think we're missing, uh, leave it in the comments. And also, if you got this far, thanks for listening, by the way. Really, genuinely. Uh, thanks for taking us on your car ride, your workout, whatever. Um, and uh, consider subscribing if you want to stay tuned for more. Because we... We're going to have a hell of a lot of fun on the Reality Friends podcast talking about the challenge, Spies, Lies, and Lies for the rest <laughs> of the season. Yeah, so this is very fun. And if you've been keeping up with our Rivals retrospective, we do intend on finishing that. We just wanted to make sure to get this episode out first because we know that it's top of mind. When that is going to happen, uh, I don't know. But we're going to try to figure it out. It's soon by by the next episode yeah. for sure we'll we'll we'll, we'll get it out. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who have been waiting with bated breath on the edge of your seat <laughs> for a recap of Rivals uh, season twenty one of this show, that I'm sorry, and we're, we're gonna get it out. We will, we yes. will. And if you have been watching it though, sarcasm aside, thanks for going back through time with us. Uh, it was pretty fun to watch that old season again. Yeah, so it was really fun, and we do appreciate all the people who have been keeping up with it. It's it's really cool because. Uh, I've actually kind of wanted to do this project for a while to rewatch the rivals and document it because I don't think it's uh, as lauded as some other reality TV shows like Big Brother and Survivor. So I'm glad that someone out there is doing it. Damn it. That's right. We are doing the Lord's work, Joseph. You and <laughs> truly, I. truly, it's truly, uh, truly a burden to bear. Um, yes. I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks for listening again, everyone. This has been the Reality Friends podcast, and uh, we will see you all for episode two of the Challenge 37 Survivor Edition. See ya. Peace out. That was good. That was a good one. Nice and nice and normal. Nice and ah, uh, you know what? I kind of ruined it, didn't I? You just can't help yourself. God. You just can't. Bless it.